Hey, y'all. Welcome to Burks and Boots. We're just a couple of old friends talking our walk and sharing our true tales from the stirrups. And that's not the cowboy kind either. We don't claim to be experts on anything, but our own lives, which we openly share with off-the-cuff attitudes and unique perspectives on stuff that we think just might need fixing. So take a break, take a listen, because today we're talking about street-savvy self-defense. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you about this. I have been waiting for years to talk about the street-savvy self-defense because I created the self the self-defense program, and I think it's really good, and I can guarantee you, you will have never seen or heard anything like it before. I'm oh, telling you right Hey, <laughs> that's that says a lot, isn't it? Yeah. All right. So let me let me tell you how I came up with this. I am a great observer of people, and I was living in New York and Philadelphia. And one of the things that I did was a lot of the work that I did. I had to commute by myself, be alone by myself, get on the subways, get on the buses. And one of the things that scared me a lot were the subways and the buses and the streets because there were so many people and there were so many like off the wall people. So, Uh, The subway was really challenging for me because it's a closed-in space. And what I did for my subway safety. (laughs) You got to know that, you know, you're you're not very big, (laughs) you know, and I can understand where you might not feel safe. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I am definitely not big. So anyway, I would sit and I would look and Anything that creeped me out in terms of how people acted, what they did, you know, things that scared me, I use that as part of my self-defense program. And, you know, people screaming, people doing weird body functions, all of that good stuff. All of that I felt were, could be used in a way to protect myself. And one of the things that became so obvious to me is that as a small woman alone, you know, commuting by herself, walking the streets by herself, is that I needed to create something, an aura about me that people thought I was crazy and they didn't want to come near me. Because I certainly didn't want to go near crazy people. Uh-uh. You know, you, you keep me away from that. So, for instance, on the subway, one of the things that I used to do when people started getting weird and staring at me, and you get a lot of stares or stuff, is that I learned to start picking my nose and, like, staring. Oh, my God. <laughs> and start staring at the boogers because you will never, you know, like how you, like, like wank them up and down with between your thumb and your index finger. Tell me you didn't eat them. (laughs) Tell me you did not eat them. I never ate my boogers, but I would sit there and pick my nose and stare at those boogers. And I'm telling you, I don't even, (laughs) 
I don't even know if people were looking at me because I, I just, think I'd rather have somebody attack me. No, I don't mean that. Sorry. I I just would sit there and say, I don't know if people were staring at me because my whole thing was concentrating on those boogers because that was the most important. And so the other thing that I learned about Subway and for the bus, for that matter, was never really make eye contact because eye contact was an invitation for someone to come into your space. It's an invitation for them to approach you, maybe to talk to you. So I never made eye contact unless I felt that someone was approaching me and they were not backing off. And then I gave them the big crazy eyes like the nut cake, you know, like in oranges and the new black, that TV show. Oh yeah. Like where they crazy have crazy eyes. Right. Exactly. No one, no one wants to come near crazy eyes. You yeah. know, you yeah. don't, you, it's like, they don't know what the hell you're going to do. And, and I like that. Yeah. So my <laughs> other favorite thing was, you know, walking down the street, especially at night. And, um, and alone after I'd get off of work. And I learned that the other thing that really scared me were screamers on the street, like who would just sit and scream. You know, we had in, in Philly, we had a woman we called the duck lady who used to, wah, wah, ah, and we used to call her the duck lady. So when I was walking down the street alone and I felt intimidated, I would just start quacking you know not quacking but making all kinds of weird noises and screaming and singing and that was that certainly was enough especially when there was like a group on a corner or something like that all right i'm picturing all the people on the street trying to figure out how to save themselves from you i know (laughs) that was fine but, but i gotta tell you i had you know at one point Two things were happening. At one point, I knew what I was doing. I was having fun doing it. And the other thing is is that I was scared. So those were my street tactics for self-defense, you know, in terms of of what I would do. And and that, they both did me well. And um, then when I would go... Well, now, were you ever attacked? Yes, and that's, I was attacked twice. And I will share that with you. Um, one of the times I was out on the road for a long time, you know, doing a gig. And I came home and I had this apartment with a sun deck on it. And the sun deck had an iron gate on it. It had deadbolts on it and on the sun deck door I had put like a china dial doll so if it opened you could hear it ding 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 well I'd been in off the road for one night and I'm laying in bed and I heard that china doll go off and I knew someone was coming in from the sun deck they had gone through the deadbolts they had gone through the gate they had done everything and something took over me, and I knew at that moment it was me or them. 
because they were coming down the steps. I didn't know if it was one or two or how many, but I know that I was downstairs and I ran into the kitchen. I got a knife and I stood in the middle of the living room and I went, come on, you MFers, come on. And I remember they took off. You know, I was screaming. My voice got really deep, like, you know, like a crazy person. Maybe, you know, maybe I am crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, but at that moment in time, and I tell you, this is the one thing that came about from that, is that I knew it was going to be me or them, and was I able to kill? And I knew that at that moment that I would defend myself. And that's the first time that I, I ever got that. You know, I took a, a kung fu class in my youth, and uh, the teacher said, you got to remember, if there's a gun in the house, somebody's going to get shot. And if there's a knife, somebody's going to get stabbed. And if you're not willing to be shot or stabbed or beat up, you'll probably die. So I think, you know, that's that, that what you did. It's like, you got to be willing to go for it. It was, it was instinct. I yeah. hadn't, I, it was just like the, like what came out of me was unbelievable. And I, and the police came over and the police said to me to capture what you just said is that in the future, do not get out of bed Stay in one room. Do not play Dick Tracy and try to find them or, you know, you know. Uh, like in the horror movies? Yeah. Hello, are you out there? Right. Yeah, like, are you there? Are you there? <laughs> it's like, and you know what he said to me? He said, you stay in bed and you wait for them to come to you and then you shoot them. Well, I didn't have a gun at that point. Yeah. But the worst thing that you can do is to go around and look for them yeah, and, like, after them. and like look around the corner, open up doors. No, you don't do that. You stay in one spot. You know, it's like you don't want to do that. That is number one safety self-protection uh, instruction that I got from the Philly Police Department. This is key for the boots, street savvy self-defense. Never open your front door if you can't see who was there. Because I have had several instances where people try to get in, and one guy even tried to impersonate a telephone and employee. He had an ID and the whole works to try to get in. And I made him shove stuff through the bars to me so I could see what was going on. And then when you, even if you get an ID, you can't trust an ID. I called just to make sure, the phone company, to make sure that they had sent out uh, somebody to fix my phone. They hadn't. So I called the police, and lo and behold, the guy was still waiting patiently, trying to get into my apartment, and the police came down both sides of the street, and they nailed him. But you can't trust IDs. You cannot open your door because you don't know what somebody's intent was. And, you know, I got real street smart coming from little, you know, country town. And I learned... It's pretty a brotherly love. Oh, it was, it was some rough living. 
I've been waiting for, and I'm <laughs> going to invite it, is I, I share this all the time. I think this was the, the one. And that is underpants on my head. <laughs> That's a sure, that is sure self-defense right there. No, you see somebody. How'd you do that? You carry a pair of underpants in, in your bag. You know, I had a little sack. Thongs? No, <laughs> not, thongs don't do the trick. It's not big enough. You know, it's, you got to, you know, do your like bikinis. Bikinis are good for that. What about uh, big girl panties? Oh yeah, big girl panties. Yep, that's a whole that's a full head covering right there, man. That's good for winter. You know what I'm saying? It covers your ears and everything. It's perfect. <laughs> the, those those are good, especially if you have fur-lined panties. Those are good. <laughs> but there is an there's another technique for parking lots, parking structures. And you know what that one is? Is that again? It's a part of the screaming thing. If you're walking up the steps by yourself and the parking lot's pretty empty and you don't know who's around, you start screaming and saying, "Oh, I got the shits! Oh, I'm gonna shit myself! I'm gonna shit myself!" And you just, "Oh, it's coming! It's coming!" and try and scares people away because nobody. That's a, it's a good one for the street too because nobody wants to deal with. Fecal matter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Let's talk about the the self defense in driving when you're driving. Okay. Never shoot the finger. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that because I remember that time where you told me you were driving and you were shooting the finger. And then it's sort of like, no, 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 no. I was just scratching my face. You know, like when someone, because that can that pisses people off. Well, you know what happened was what? Uh, there was a guy uh, in a big old pickup truck, and he was following me, and he was really too close, and he was honking. And I just very calmly had my hands on top of the wheel. I just very calmly raised my middle finger, and that guy came after me. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, he was oh, ready yeah. for blood. Oh, yeah. And I never once made eye contact never once and you pretend that you were scratching your face with that yeah, finger yeah, right yeah yeah, yeah i remember yeah, you just completely me that. it was like he didn't exist and i was just uh, right just, right no that i've done that several times another good street uh, another good uh car self defense especially in parking lots like if you go to costco people are crazy in that parking lot is that I always park the furthest away that I possibly can so people don't try to beat me up for a spot because ah, people yeah. get really aggressive in the Costco parking lot. You, uh, I just like, uh-uh, I've learned that lesson. You well, just, that's, in, that's kind of in, in all the big parking lots, not just Costco. They're, I mean, I've seen that in Walmart. <clears throat> you know, it's big. Yeah. People are hateful. Real hate, and they want that spot. The other thing that you know, more street stuff is is like, do not carry a big purse. Why in the hell are you going to carry a big purse? It's a good target for someone to come by and yank it, and you're asking for trouble for that one. The other thing is the other good street self defense. It's don't let your boobs out. Don't let your midriff out. Don't let your butt cheeks out. 
That's kind of controversial, you know. What, what do you uh, mean? That, what you just said, because well, a lot of uh, a lot of young women now, you know, they're like, "Hey, don't tell me how I need to dress." I mean, it's not my fault if the guy gets all, you know. I didn't ask for it. Yeah, but, but I I see what you mean. I think it's our certainly my generation where I always thought, you know, be smart, right? <laughs> don't invite everybody to the party right because everybody <laughs> sent out the occasional uh, invitation only right no i that's you know i you know you want to look good you want to look hot you want to look sexy but be sure you know where you're doing it you know maybe yeah. if you go out to dinner and if you're you know but not just like tooling around on the street and especially if you're by yourself elevators you know it's the same thing pick your nose if you're feeling weird you know if someone's weirding you out or just start talking to yourself you know if you're you know it's these are for me these are the safest things that you can possibly do and um and it, it you will disgust so many people and that's the objective is to disgust the perpetrator. So that way they never want to come near you, never want to touch you. You want to hear Burke's system of self-defense? I have one too. Okay, go girl. Mine is pretty different. Okay. But that's, that's, that's why we love each other. That's who we are. We're very different. Uh, first off, I've never been attacked uh, either in public or private. By that, I mean attacked. But I have uh, had a couple of incidences that made me figure out how to deal with an uncomfortable situation. Um, uh, first of all, the way I protect myself is I took a course, like I said, I took a course in Kung Fu and learned how to punch and gouge and kick and hit all the tender spots, you know, the palm of the hand to the bottom of the nose and the knee to the groin and all of that. And then I took that other course where they have the guy dress up, you know, and you go in and you beat him up. <laughs> oh, in the suit. In the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I did that. Um, but also I think I, I'm just super alert uh, no, no matter where I go, I'm a very alert to the surroundings, to the sounds, to the lights. I always keep my doors locked, my car door, my house door. Um, if I'm out and about, I never stop in a dark area. Um, I have a metal pipe that I keep by the side of my driver's seat. Oh, you go, and, girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I, I, had not I have a, a, a wooden... Um, Actually, I have my junior high school baton sitting by my front door. <laughs> That's when they were old and they were metal. Right, you know? right, right. And they had that big old white rubber ball at the end uh, right, of it. The rubber tips at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I have that by the door. And uh, uh, so I'm at the ready in that regard. But right. what I ha the main thing I do is... Uh, when I first came here, I was introduced to the concept of the white light. And so you put a white light around yourself. You put a white light around your car. You put a white light around anything. You put it around your house. So I'm always putting that white light out. And uh, 
and I choose to have a fearless attitude. So when I walk down the street, my attitude is, you wouldn't dare touch me. And um, Right. Uh, I, can, I see that. I've seen that expression in you. Oh, yeah. And I've seen like, that, yeah. <laughs> now, that can work for you and against you because many times I, I, I can be very intimidating, and it came from that. Right. But the two instances I had that really um, uh, made me click into will I survive that thing of they're coming after me was I had gone out with a girlfriend to dinner and we had stopped at the ATM and then we went to dinner and afterwards we went over to her place. She had an apartment and we drove up the alley and pulled into her garage and as we were getting out, two men walked into the garage. Oh, into boy. the garage. Oh boy! And um, I've never heard this before. They had guns. Oh shit! And we're sitting there, and they said, um, "Okay, get out of the car and give us all your money." Oh, and so we're in the garage. So um, she was she she was not a weak woman. I'll say that right away. She. Because a lot of, and I don't want to be rude, but a lot of women kind of like, oh, no, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Oh, dear, right. you're going to hurt me. Right. At which point they get hurt. Right. Um, so she was not that. I was not that. But she wasn't thinking on her feet because uh, they said, give us all your money. And I said, oh, I said, you know, we just went to the ATM. And uh, we each got 40 bucks. I said, is that enough? I said, you know, uh, that's all the cash we've got. I said, I could write you a check. Oh, my God. And the guy, smart. The guy looked at me, and, um, and I looked up, and he said, don't look at me. Oh. I said, oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I see your point. I won't. And so uh, he's, what is it, what is it next? He said, uh, okay, uh, Give me your purse and give me all your jewelry. Well, now, here's an ironic thing. I had finally paid some decent money for a handbag, <laughs> you know, as opposed to the cheap shit plastic thing. And um, But that afternoon, I had traded it out for the cheap plastic one. So ah. I said, sure, here, take my purse. But the thing is, I love my jewelry. I love my jewelry. So anyway, I handed him my purse. I didn't have a problem with that. But when he said, hand me your jewelry, I flipped inside. I thought, no, no, you ain't taking my jewelry. So I thought, how can I stop this? And, and I'm talking, this is like nanoseconds of time. And I said, right. I said, well, okay, I will. I said, I got it all. I got it all like at the, you know, it's all used. It's junk store. It's Walmart. It's all costume. But here, if you want it. And I started peeling it off. And he goes, no, no, that's fine. Keep it. And, and uh, uh, he said, I told you not to look at me. And I said, um, I'm really sorry. I really am. I know you're you're just doing a job. You're just doing what you can to stay alive. And and that's the way I dealt with it. I actually Smart. approached the guy Smart. from the point of view of, I understand. I mean, you wouldn't be doing this. You're desperate. If, You're desperate. Yeah. I, yeah. You wouldn't be doing this. And um, um, so 
at one point I looked at him and I thought, wait a minute, that's not a gun. That's a metal pipe. And he's not going to shoot me. And then I thought, but he may beat me to death. So back off again. So I backed off. So anyway, the guy goes, "Uh, all right, give us your car keys. And she handed him her car keys. And he said, whatever you do, do not follow us. And we said, oh, absolutely not. No, we would never do that. So by now, we kind of had a, 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 just the tiniest bit of rapport going on with these guys. You know, like she was calm. And what, it, what happened to me was I thought, if I were in this situation and I were robbing somebody, how would I want them to act? I'd want them to be calm and cool right. and just cooperate, just Get it done. And so the guy goes, okay, don't follow us, but give us your car keys. So we gave him the car keys, and um, they ran, and I took off right after him. Man, I was running down the alley screaming at the top of my lungs, help, help, we've been robbed. And But they were gone. So then we went back and called the police, and when the police came, they said, were you out of your minds Right. I mean, you could have been killed. Right. And I said, but we weren't. And then I also, I have to tell this one. I was on the phone with a friend of mine, and I noticed my cats were up at the window kind of scratching at the screen because it was summer, it was hot. And uh, I said, just a minute, there's something at the window. And I went to the window, and there was a guy Oof. peeping in my window. And I stood there, and I said, Bill? Get the gun. We're going to have to kill somebody right now. (laughs) And, man, you could hear that guy scrambling to get away. Oh, my God. And then I shut everything, and I went back to the phone, and my friend on the phone said, what the hell was all that about? And I said, I had a a peeping Tom. So I I called the police. I have dogs, and I know that you have dogs. I tell you, that is some good protection. Now, that, if you're talking about home protection for your house— you know, I have a couple of little, you know, a squirrely, squeaky dogs that like hear everything, and I am so grateful for them. You yeah. know, and I have, I have uh, floorboards upstairs underneath the carpets that need to be, you know, tightened because they squeak when they walk. But oh, you know, I'm not doing that because I can hear that squeaking, and yeah. I want to hear that squeaking. You know. Yeah. So it's it's interesting, you know, there's a trade-off. You learn to appreciate these little self-defense things that you've learned that are around you and and but it's it's a different world today. And I think self-defense especially for women is really an important issue and knowing how to take care of yourself. I agree, and I think um, do you uh, do you provide um, certificates for graduation? <laughs> I should. You know, I've always wanted to do a video on this. I could see the video, you know, like you know, especially the segment on nose pick, and I thought that would be fun. But no, I I should offer certificates on the on the boot street savvy self defense course and frame it. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll do that. Maybe we'll do. There that. you go. Okay. We'll put it on. We'll put it on the website. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Tell us your story and how you saved yourself, and those would be stories I would want to hear. That's it for this episode of Burks and Boots. 
and hope you guys enjoyed it and come back and visit us. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Please tune in again to Burks and Boots Talk in Their Walk. Same time, same place, and visit us at www.burksandboots.com.